You're listening to the audio-only version of Your Reality Recap's live Amazing Race 23 Recap Show. To see the entire video version, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com or YouTube slash Reality Recaps. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our amazing, amazing race finale recap show live. We have so much to get to, but first, you know the deal. You can follow me over at Twitter. I'm at Reality Recaps. Hey, guys, Comedy Jonah here. What? The amazing race finale already? I can't believe all it's gone by so fast. So glad Marie's back. To help us talk about the finale and all the craziness that went on, you can follow me at Comedy Jonah. Hi guys, it's Marie. I'm back. Um, Marie, Pinky, Reeves, Reebsicle, I don't know. Um, I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to cover this last episode. And um, of course, you can follow me at Reebsicle on everything. Yes, I cannot wait to at all. This last episode didn't make me want to cut my wrists at all. Um, before we get to that, I have some big announcements to let you guys know super quickly. Of course, thumbs up and subscribe to this YouTube channel really helps support our shows, as does starting any online shopping by clicking on that Amazon link in the sidebar of our website, or check out our patron campaign, clicking on the little button right down there. Now, since, like we said, oh, I should probably mute my thing, we know that you guys have a ton of questions. You can leave them below this video on the website or on YouTube or hashtag and tweet any of us, really, as long as you put the hashtag YRR live in it, we will get it. But lastly, and most importantly, I know this is the finale recap. We're not going anywhere. We have huge Big Brother 16 news coming up for you guys later this week. Plus, we are covering Last Comic Standing and Bachelorette, both starting this week. Okay, I can shut the hell up with announcements now because we have so much I need to get to. We all need to get to on this Amazing Race show. I am going to let you kick it off. John, what are you, what is your reaction right now at this moment? It's over. I'm happy. You're happy. Okay, great. Marie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the opposite of that. I, I, you know my thoughts. It was stupid. It was predictable. There was nothing hard. It was just bad. Oh, yes. And to that point, let me just let both of you know, I forgot to say this at the begin uh, before we went live. So if we all want to make any guesses about things, let's just make sure that we um, state them as guesses. So for the rest of this show, we might be making a lot of guesses about the way things went down. It's just a guess, not a fact. That's all I'm saying, everyone. We like to guess around here, because that protects you, legally. Um, and allegedly. Throw in some allegedly in there, too. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, we start off, we are going to Vegas, as if this leg of the race could not have been made for Brendan or Rachel anymore. I think the second they ripped open that clue and saw they were going to Vegas, I kind of think they felt like, we got this in the bag. Because as John pointed really? out... Because that's exactly what they said in the car, right? <laughs> like, we got this. It's in our backyard. Yeah, exactly. Because she was a maid there for seven years, according to you. And later on, we'll talk about that with the Mirage. Yeah. Oh, ex oh yeah. No, that's very true. Now, uh -huh. apparently, 
all the other teams knew that they live in uh, uh, live in Vegas. P.S. They don't live in Vegas. They live in L.A. Um, but yes, she did live there for seven years. But then we find out that there was apparently this fight that we didn't get to see between Rachel and the blondes, I guess, going Listen. through customs. What are our thoughts on this? Any 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 thoughts on it, Murray? Wait, how did we even know that this happened? Did I miss this? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, they're sitting in the car going as they're going to Vegas before they start digging. Right. And the blondes start talking about it. Like, gosh, Rachel got real pushy. And then Rachel oh, and right. she pushed her. She, like, bumped into her at the airport. Like, <laughs> Wait, but see, I agree with, I mean, I feel like they were just, like, kind of complaining about them. But I totally agree with Rachel, like, if she pushed you, you would know, okay? Like, you would be, like, face down. Like, I don't think Rachel definitely meant to, like, do something really mean. She probably was like, listen, final three, it's a race. Get out of my way. And listen, if it was you, yeah, they would be face down. I'm not sure about Rachel. I like Rachel. <laughs> you definitely. I would be on the ground. Right? <laughs> I mean, you would get a penalty of some sort, right? Oh, I mean, I would that, totally got a penalty if I did that. But anybody would. So clearly Rachel didn't do anything, and they're just looking for something to talk about. Because if she right. really did something, she would have some sort of a penalty. Right. Okay, I agree. So shut up, blondes, stupid morons. I um, love them. Yeah, right. I loved Rachel's strategy here now when they make it to L.A. and their first part of the task is they have to go to the desert and dig holes. I swear to God, they wanted someone to kill somebody this season <laughs> between razors, shotguns, now digging holes in the desert. I'm just saying. Uh, I loved Rachel throwing the dirt in the other people's holes. Brilliant <laughs> move. Exactly what I would have done in that situation. Um, now, I wonder, was it random? Because well, let's go back to taxis here. Maybe tell me if either of you saw this, because let's start right at the beginning of things we're going to guess about. Did they get to choose their taxi? Did we see that? That's the only thing I meant to go back and watch, so I knew and I didn't. Do we know, Marie? The black car or what? What are you talking about? Which when one? When they came out, they had cars waiting for them. There was, like, a specific car. They got yeah. in and they had to go. It wasn't like they came out and, you know, looked for a cab or, or a different black car. There was one. We're talking about the SUVs, right? The get in. The get yeah. in. The get in. The get in. Okay, so that necessarily doesn't need to be that big of a deal then if we're not up to taxis yet. Um, or, I mean, I guess it could because I think the the clues of digging up uh, had a lot to do with it. I yeah. will say uh, super quickly because we're not going to do it, but I don't want to get too far away from it since we are now going into our David Copperfield roadblock. Anthony S. is saying, hey, Eric, John, and Marie, you guys are so entertaining. By the way, can Eric say Dave and Connor, David Copperfield, 10 times? I'm just going to say, no, I can't move on. <laughs> but thank you, um, Dave. I, I know yes, that I Yes, and please to. ask us to do more things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I know that I can't. I would have done it for you, Andrew. So. Okay, go ahead, do it. No, I, I wasn't asked. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, Andrew. Next time. Uh, so, how brilliant was Brendan and Rachel that they knew we need to get this box open and they're not wasting any time. They are getting that thing open in the car. Brendan is like using belt buckles to rip that thing open. I thought well, that was- I love Rachel jumping over the back seat looking for the tire iron, right? Of course. Yeah. 
so smart. They're the smartest team. I mean, obviously, the other teams just like took the box and were like, well, we can't open it. So now what? Like, what do you mean? Like, as soon as she had it, she's like, we need to get this thing open. Yeah. That's why I say, I know we all hate to say anybody deserves anything in this game, but I feel like they wanted it so bad. They would have done anything to win this leg of the race, which is why when there's teams like the Blondes that are like, oh, what are we doing here? I don't know. It's, it annoys the piss out of me. No, well, yeah, okay, Joe. Oh, we'll get to it. Uh, so, right. so, we find out that they are being taken to David Copperfield, who had a really nice wig on this episode, I have to say. I mean, if that wasn't a wig hair piece, uh, and I know wig hair piece, I don't know what that would be. Um, but yet, I am so confused, and I want to see what you guys have to say about this challenge. I tried to uh, reach out to Rachel, but of course, they were doing their Vegas party. But trust me, I'm going to get the details, and I will get it to you somehow. This whole challenge, where they had to go in the box, which was then set on fire, brought in the air, and smashed down, so that we could play the, so that they could play the trick on their other teammate. But yet, for our entertainment value, I don't get the whole thing. It reeks of manipulation to me because clearly they weren't in the box. So let's start there. They weren't in the box, right? No, they were not in the box. They were out of the box before it was lifted. Correct, obviously. Now, that table, I think maybe they were under the box in that table, because whenever there's the table there, isn't that always, like, mirrors? So, like, technically they could have been under that table if you go back and watch it. But where were they? And when was it explained to them, hey, we're not really lifting you in the air. You have to help us play a trick, because then once you get out of the box, you have to go get into your fireman outfit and then play a trick on the people, which P.S. was we, so anticlimactic. Do we need that much information? Why can't we just go along with the gag with everyone else? Jeez Louise. Because I, it annoys me. I just, what I want to know, I know everything, oxygen annoys you. But what I want to know is that when they came up in the fire outfit, I mean, that takes a long time to get on. Like, how long were they watching the monitor going, hmm, yeah, I lit it on fire. Oh, I pressed this button here. Oh, hold it, hold it, hold it. You know, hold it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and then, you know, boom. Yeah. That's what I didn't understand. Maybe what you're watching on the box was a delay. So, like, maybe the partner was seeing something that really happened like five minutes before. So like you're watching him like kick the lock out the top of the thing. Meanwhile, he's putting on his fireman costume. Marie, you're so brilliant. Well, I, I and pretty. I, I Unlike completely Eric. Agree. <laughs> I completely agree there could be a delay. It's a delay. My guess though would be, wouldn't this be a way that like, the game could be manipulated. Like, you could then just, let's say, tell a Dave or Connor, uh, they could have finished after another team, but, like, this would be an opportunity, since we're not really in real time, to know where people are. It just seems like it's a way that behind the scenes you could push people ahead if you wanted to. Oh, but, oh hold on. Hold on. we got to wait for your explosive to go off. <laughs> All right. Here's... Here is a question from Hannah, who is going to be, um, I believe, covering the quest for us uh, in July. She said, did anyone think this episode wasn't rigged? Obviously, Dave and Connor would win, but they wanted to make it seem suspenseful, so they let the blondes cabbie make it to them in first place. God forbid Gren uh, Brenchel would get a good cab. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought that was more of a 
question. I didn't read it thoroughly enough. Um, yes, I I think that we agree. Uh, we agree. I, I think we agree, and we'll get way more into that uh, in a minute. So I also love. Did anyone not notice how like David Copperfield had no part of the blondes until he absolutely had to? Like he's right there with Dave, and like, oh, this is so stenciled. Your son might die, and then he's right there with Brendan, and da da. And then there's just Carol by herself. Like you look. <laughs> like all virus, like eh, whatever. We don't need to get to that. Well, I think after after Claudia Schiffer, I think David's done with the blondes. Oh, so. I'm sorry, I'm not that gay to know that reference. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this whole magic box thing. It all just seemed really weird, and I didn't enjoy it at all. And it's called a magic trick. Okay. Yeah. David Copperfield is a magician. And it's called a magic trick. I know, but I'm just, you know, it's my job to give my opinion, and I'm saying I didn't really feel it. I didn't feel it. I thought it was very, you I thought it was weird. Get out of here. When you watch the episodes, get out of here. And enjoy uh, it. Get out of here. No, I didn't enjoy it. It made me very angry. Um, <laughs> so so I, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I think the funniest part of the whole entire scene, though, was how nobody's reaction to them dying seemed to matter. Right. Dave's about Connor was the most believable. Brendan was just like, oh, I'm supposed to act like this is really happening. And Jen was just like, she could, I mean, Caroline was just like, I could care less. Well, that was funny. I feel like they had to know that nobody was going to die. I mean, maybe Dave was just like totally out of it or clueless about what was going on anyway. So he was like, oh, wait, what's happening? But the other two had to know that nobody was dying. I mean, we all knew that. When Even when it went to commercial break, I was like, oh, wow, good one. Like, we might all actually think Connor just died. No. I know. Right. It's so stupid. Well, well they... like, if it was, like if it was Eric and I and Eric was in the box for like a split second. Of course, Eric's not going to die. But for a split second, I waited a turn and went, do I have to split the money with him now? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That would have been, been funny. I would have done it. I would have been like, yes, no. But his estate, his estate pays those taxes. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that'd be, that'd be yeah. good. That would yeah. definitely be good. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't. I was just I, okay. Or we liked it. Fine. We'll leave it at. We'll leave it at. It was a good, uh, a, a good whatever. I mean, granted, they did it like Magic two seasons trend. ago with the Beekmans and the chained upside down in the air. Whatever. You know, yeah. I guess the I guess the budget was higher than. Oh, here, let's interject this right now, Marie. Do you know? Is there any truth? And I'm sure it's out there that uh, Amazing Race moves to Friday nights for the next season. Heard that? I heard it's Friday night now. I mean, I don't know. It could just be a rumor, but it's like everywhere. I got a ton of tweets the other day asking my opinion on what I thought about the race moving to Friday, and I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to watch it anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, well, maybe it's be well, I, let's put it this way. As we all know, you move to Friday nights, you die. So apparently we won't need to be covering Amazing Race much longer. But maybe this is the reason why from um, Ibrahim, who says, Amazing Race went from one of the best seasons, yours, Marie, to one of the worst. Well, maybe that's why. I mean, people are not feeling the season. For an all-star season, I thought people would be liking it a lot more. And, uh, yeah. They're not. All right. So now all the teams are off to this neon boneyard, which I've been to in Vegas. I don't understand why you're not allowed to run. I was allowed to run when I was there, but apparently they want walking. Uh, and now this is when they apparently got the taxis now. We're all agree because I know they took the taxis there. 
So this is where I say, were these taxis randomly given out, or were they able to just get any taxi off the street? This seems a little weird to me. It's usually when you come when you come out of some place or you're going to another place. There's usually probably like four or five taxis kind of like lined up there for you to pick from. So sometimes, like I mean, if you're in the middle of a leg in the middle of nowhere and it's not the final three, then yes, you know, you just grab your own taxi. But like for me, when we came out, um, you know, when we were done with our task in Alaska, there were three taxis sitting in there waiting for us because they had to be there. So they kind of, I think, it's my guess that they have these three cabs there so that everyone can kind of, like, stay the same. Um, and yeah. you kind of know which one you're going in. Okay. Even if you didn't, even if you were allowed to pick, the fact that they're saying you can only pick out of these three, which we've already picked for you, seems a little bit interesting to me. Plus... What is up with this cab driver of Brendan Rachel's that doesn't know where the Mirage is and needs a GPS? It's a freaking casino on the Strip. I, I could have found it my first trip to Vegas. Just look and it's there. Seems like they were like stalling for some reason. And then another point that makes me guess these taxi drivers might not be real taxi drivers uh, is the fact that they didn't. he didn't want more money. And to leave, and he, so, so that taxi driver that Brendan tried to get essentially just said, I'll sit here and lose money and not take your extra money just because. Right. Because that's what taxi drivers say. I mean, oh. the other, if that, if, if it wasn't like that, any other taxi driver would have been like, yeah, sure, like, let me go here, give me more money, let's go. And that happens a lot. So I'm going to say that it's my guess yeah. that taxi drivers were told that they need to stick with the team that they started with. Yeah, My yeah. because guess, I'm not even a taxi driver, and I would have screamed out, Yes, Brendan, come here. $25. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say my guess is maybe they weren't even taxi drivers is what I'm is going to be my guess if we're all throwing out conspiracy. That's a good guess. Yeah, it's a good guess. Yeah, I would have gotten my Uber app, and I would have ordered a car. <laughs> and then you would a 30-minute penalty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Apparently there's lots of penalties that come around. Um, uh, so, yeah, we're getting a lot of comments. I'm not going to obviously put them all up. You're all agreeing. A lot of people want to know how do they not know their way. Don't all cab drivers know even at least just how to get to the strip? We agree. Um, so in the Boneyard, they had to get the one light bulb from the question mark. Of course, Brendan and Rachel were having trouble finding it, even though it was right in front of all of them. Uh, and I still, I don't understand why they needed to run and not walk. Were they just trying to neutralize things? It just doesn't make sense. Like, why was running against them? I mean, Dave's old. He can't run. So everybody walk. Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh I didn't even think of it that way. Right. We have to make it fair for poor little hobbly crutches, Dave. In I think he looks good for 58. Yeah, 58 is not old, so I don't know why you'd be playing the old card. My dad's 85, and I don't think he says he's old. So Ooh, I'm just your saying, parents had you late in life. They'd accident. Wasn't supposed to be here. You're all welcome. <laughs> and Catholic. I think all I just right. made up all the reasons. <laughs> we learned so much. Yeah, we so. do. Welcome to our show. 
Uh, right. So, I don't... It is weird. Then they have to go to the Mirage and replace the uh, letters in the eye. Now, here's the thing. I kind of feel like this is where Rachel's knowledge of Vegas kind of hurt her. Because it seemed like she knew where to go. Granted, she didn't read the clue good enough. Again. Again. But I think she just had in her mind, like, oh, my God, I know how we can get an advantage. I know where the employee entrance is. And I think she was just so overthinking it in that moment. Well, and he wasn't that much greater. Let's let's search the whole hotel. Oh, my God. (laughs) And they ran right past it, which is sad. And I think that was kind of the beginning of the end. Yeah. Like, they could have got lost for, like, an hour and then showed up. And if this was a real detour that, like, required you to either like be physically capable or be smart or like anything like that they would have blown the other teams away but again you get there and they're like ride this thing up that can only go this fast and then when you get to the top like plug 120 things in and then slowly ride the thing down like where was your chance to be smart where was your chance to be fast like there was no chance for anyone to get in ahead it was it was like very linear like the order that you got there in was the order you were going to finish in I absolutely agree. But I mean, when they first got there, they were even kind of going back and forth with, yes, we're supposed to get a clue. Yes, we're supposed to look. They they were discombobulated with that. And I was just thinking, well, how do you pay your light bill at home? I mean, you read that completely? Are you sitting in the dark? They were confused because they were like, that's it? Like, they were looking for it to be something more challenging. There was more information. There was something else they were supposed to do. Oh, ride the window cleaner thing up there and just plug a light bulb in. Like, they, you know, they've been on the race before. They were looking for something that was probably going to be challenging. And if I were Rachel, I would have done the same thing. I'd been like, this can't be right. Like, this can't be all it is. It's the final three, last detour. There's no way this is all we have to do. Exactly. Because literally, everyone, just take a minute and process it. We're talking the finale episode of Amazing Race. So far, you had to dig a hole, walk and unscrew a light bulb, and then screw some more back in. Finale episode. Okay? (laughs) Finale. Finale. Well, you had to dig for a box, fake die. Oh, fake die. Right. Don't forget fake die. Yeah. Which involves sitting in a box. So, okay, I'm sorry. Digging a hole, sitting in a box. Dig for a box, sitting in a box, screw in a bulb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, uh, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I get it now. It's interesting. Of all of my conspiracy theories, which I was stuck on, or all my guesses about taxis that I was making, I never even considered the possibility that these challenges were very... uh, made for an elderly gentleman. Yeah, I was going to say, hashtag old things old people do. Yeah. (laughs) There should have been like taking out your teeth challenge. Yeah. Like fix a dent. Let's do the fix a dent. I was going to say the fall a dent, right? Yeah. Now who can eat steak? Um, I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't the cob right here. Yeah. And then like... Why even make them count the light bulbs? Like, as if that was going to be the hard part of that task? I really feel like they threw that in at the last second to make it be like, let's pretend like we're making this a little bit harder. For example, think about earlier in the season where Brendan had to run up all those steps, count the number of steps, find out the number on the statue in Roman numerals, divide that by the number of steps, get the answer, and put it back into Roman numerals. Like, at least... 
Yeah, at least screw the light bulbs at Caesar, right? Then count them and then put them in Roman numerals again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, then, exactly. and then fight a lion. Do be a lion tamer. Something. Careful, you're getting angry about how manipulated the show is. Uh, just so you don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hannah is saying, except somehow Dave and Connor passed the blondes on the light bulb challenge, which was weird. How did the blondes manage to screw that up, too? Well, they couldn't open a box. If you remember, <laughs> they kind of just looked at it for a little while. We're like, how do we open this? How do we... Use your mind. Use your mind. Mm. I mean, they were going slow. They were up there, and they were like, how many blondes does it take to screw in a light bulb? And they were, like, leaning over the thing, and they were like, this is far. And, you know, Connor, like, put, like, all of them in while Dave was like, I'm scared of heights. I'm old. And I think once they got up there... They were they were so close that you know Connor doing this really fast caught up with the blondes. I just think that men know how to screw things in faster. Oh, this is true. They probably do. They probably do. <laughs> there is definitely there. You have something there, Hannah, because there are rumors going around there. I'm not gonna guess this one. I'll call this one an actual rumor that like when people arrived and left challenges this episode, the editing is off completely. Like, people really arrived or left before or after when it was said that they did. I don't really have proof for that one, so I'm not gonna, whatever. Well, I'm just... like that's a good guess, because it would be my guess that it's like that on a lot of the seasons. Like, we don't ever see a shot of all three of them up on those things doing the light bulbs. Like, we don't know that they were got there at the same time. We don't know they were doing it at the same time. All we see is the back and forth editing, and then everyone leaves at the same time. So... Mm-hmm. So you never know, everybody. You never know. I'm saying this was very much an Amazing Race episode where it didn't feel so much like the reality of what was actually happening. It seemed more like they were making a show for us, like an actual TV show. Like, here's your big produced magic trick. It's a TV show. It's real. And who's, and who's going to win? And getting your assigned cards that we control, allegedly. Uh, and, you know, all of that stuff seems just, it seemed like they were just trying to make a finale as opposed to, let's see how this actually plays out, is what I'm saying. Uh, right. So, I pretty much think that's the beginning of the end for Brendan and Rachel. Once we saw or were told that they were basically going up when the other teams were coming down, it was pretty much the clue to me that Brendan and Rachel were completely uh, out of this race. And then they were off to the Mavericks Flying School, where they had to fly a helicopter to fly a helicopter and skydive to the finish line. We had to find the raceway thing first, right? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we're getting there. So, um, but okay. first, they're first they're on their way to the school. Now, apparently, I don't want to just say I think there was shenanigans with Brendan and Rachel Cat <laughs> because, as we saw, Dave and Connors got lost on the road too. So their taxi has troubles too. They went down a dead end road. <laughs> So it's not just them. It's not just Brennan and Rachel out of bad taxi is what I'm saying. Oh, and one second back to the magic challenge. I liked how David Copperfield was like, now watch how we're going to see this as one continuous shot with no cuts. He finished the word cuts and we cut to a different angle. <laughs> just saying, okay. Let's turn your wig back around and talk to production. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit stupid. Helicopter ride 
uh, diving to the finish line. But first, like John said, they have to find their clue by flying around Vegas. Again, something not at all in their control. And I guess if we'd want to manipulate an outcome or help somebody get an advantage, then let's say you could tell the uh, pilot man, hey, don't drive so close to that clue that they're supposed to see. Maybe take a few laps around first before you do it. That That's Sound like anything familiar, anyone? <laughs> yeah. You know it. You know that's exactly what I think. I, I, it, it is my guess that um, if you got the pilot of Dave and Connor's helicopter, you took a few extra laps. Yep, that's what I would guess too. Kind of like if everybody remembers on the uh, uh, the season with Wow. Who who do we love, Murray? Who is at your season finale? Um, oh my God, your season finale party that I went to. Who was there not from your season? The blonde. Oh, oh my God. Katie. Thank you. Yeah. Katie and Max and Katie. Kind of like how on Max and Katie's finale season, people had random suitcases that you had to get the right clue from on the finale. And I could just control that. Or like the 20s season, when uh, they go back and do a clue. You know, stuff like that is what I'm saying on a finale episode where it just seems like you always get the outcome that uh, is pre-planned. So, uh, it was so shocking as all the racers are standing there in whatever the hell field, and now we have to wait to see who's going to come skydiving down out of the airplane. What was the fireball point again? I missed I it. No idea. No clue. Was it just to build suspense? When we were at the point where we were waiting for whoever to jump out of the plane, mind you, it's been 15 minutes, and we never even saw Brendan, like, in a helicopter for more than four seconds. We didn't see anything that was going on. It was, like, in our season where they just stopped filming Travis and Nicole and, like, basically told everyone, well, they're so far behind, it's over, they're not in it anymore. Like, it was done. We didn't see any more of Brenchall, and it became, like, this big race between the blondes and Dave and Connor, and it's my guess that when they were looking up, I don't even think people were kind of jumping at the same time. I don't know that it was like, oh my God, who's going to land first? Who is that coming down? I think, I mean, I think he kind of knew what order they were in. I don't think it was as close as it looked. Um, just, you know, comparing it to previous seasons. I know people who watched last season at the end were totally on the edge of their seats waiting to see which team came around the corner first. Was it going to be us or was it going to be Jason and Amy? And, you know, meanwhile, when we had got to the last detour, Jason and Amy were on their way out. And we were like, oh, my guys, congrats, you won. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, fake. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not so upset about them doing that. Like, I get that you have to make a TV yeah. show. Yeah, so I'm fine with that. So if you need to, like, go back and, like, everyone pretend to look up and find, I'm fine with filming your stuff after to fill it in. So long as you let it play out in real time, but uh, yeah, I still don't get what the whole where what the whole point of the fireballs coming down were, or they just didn't get it. A they, shooting star. I think it was just to be dramatic, or maybe it made you go faster. Maybe they put one on Dave that made him go faster. It was a rocket. It was a rocket. Oh, it was a rocket pulling Dave down faster. There you go. Dave, we're giving you the rocket upgrade for this. I love it now. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like when he's like, you have your life in my hands <laughs> to, to that to that pilot guy. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, you do. Yeah. So no surprise at all, Dave and Connor win. And Phil lets us know that for the first time, it is not only just the oldest person to ever win, but finally a parent and child team have won the amazing race. You know, the thing they kept beating down our throat every episode. But this is like, they didn't want that to happen at all. Such a milestone. Such a milestone. Yeah, such a milestone for the show moving to Friday nights. Um, maybe throw the hat, let it uh, So, it, it didn't make any sense. I did also like, I loved how we came back from the commercial. Clearly, we only had 10 minutes left. They had to kind of get through it. I love how they have uh, Jen or Caroline, don't know, don't care, and Connor standing there. Like Marie said, we don't even see Rachel. She's off to the side crying. We come out to find later. Like, right. we got you. You don't even need to be in this shot, right? You're good. Over the, you're lost, honey. You're lost. Just because stay over there. So, uh, yeah. Count your sequence. Fun. Don't count your sequence. <laughs> yeah. Don't count your sequence. But I have to say, I was a little bit emotional. As much as I feel like, feel like this race was very much slanted for Dave and Connor to win, if not manipulated to assure it would happen, I was a little teary in their little speech. Like, cancer is no joke. And that's, you know, I can't imagine what Connor went through and he could have died. And this must be a huge life-affirming thing for them as a family. Does it make it any less fair for other racers who deserved an equally fair chance? I'm just saying I liked their little storyline there. No? Neither one of you were feeling it? I don't know. I just feel like when they got on the mat, producers were probably like, bring up the cancer. Like, I just... Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, of course. How of did course. you feel when he was in the hospital? Dave, tell us. Yeah, you know what? A lot of people, unfortunately, have circumstances they're all working through, too. I just think that at the end, when you look at the three teams, you have to kind of think it maybe as a producer, what's going to make better TV? The the old dad and son, cancer survivor, you know what I mean? So do the blondes? No, the blondes really don't. So I'm fine with that. Just don't call it a reality competition show. Say right. you're making kind of a scripted fun show that we can all watch and we don't know what'll happen. If you're going to manipulate it to get the outcome you want, then let's not call it a reality show. More so to the point, now I know Phil already has cleared cleared this up, but there was so much drama on the last show, and I didn't even realize it when we were asked the question, but apparently... Connor did double the roadblocks that Dave did going into this finale. How is that fair? So Brendan could have just done more of the roadblocks that Rachel had trouble on, and maybe they would have come in the first way more times, but they, like all the other teams, were trying to be fair, yet Dave and Connor didn't need to worry about that. That kind of annoys me. Now, Phil did tweet out the official rules say nobody can do more than uh, 10 total. Oh, no. Nobody can do more than 8 total by the 10th leg, which he didn't. He was at 8 on the 10th leg. I know where that rule came from. And then apparently after that, after the 10th leg, it like still didn't matter. 
So like right. as long as you didn't do more than eight, then you made it after the 10th leg, then you could just do all the rest of them. So I, just, I mean, again, the rules were tailored for Dave to not have to do anything. Yeah. Like if they split those roadblocks up half and half the way we had to do every other season, they would have been gone. Yeah, because this has never happened since season since. Are these, season. Is this a new rule? Is this a new rule? Yes, it's made for Dave. Where have you been? <laughs> I'm right here. Uh, uh, <laughs> he didn't say new. He just said if, he tweeted out that this was the rule. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say new rule. No, it, yeah. it, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't the rule of the last couple seasons. I don't know. Like, I haven't watched in, you know, maybe if this was like the rule in season five or something that I have no idea about. for. But for the past few seasons, it's always been it has to be equal that's what i always thought too yeah that's what i always thought too if only we knew someone from this season that we could have a look at a contract and someone from another season who we could have a look at a contract with rules and then we could find out no, we could just go to wikipedia we could just go to wikipedia i believe um miss cleo bb 16 now has a lot of these details and has been tweeting out about it which is where i've been getting some of my info from so i'm sure if you want more info on this follow him and uh sure he will have less guesses and more facts but i i think it's ridiculous the bottom line for me is watching this episode knowing what i know from previous seasons like last season and the one before that and the one before that i've just come off very jaded at all of amazing race and i feel i should put the disclaimer in there to be like CBS is not Amazing Race. They're not the production company. So I want to point that out as well. They just buy it. Don't from be mad at CBS. Company. Don't exactly. be mad at CBS. It's not CBS. It's the people that produce the show, which annoys me. And it makes me not want to cover the show anymore. And as of this moment, we're not anymore. Unless you what? want, or I'm not. Unless you want to do it on your own, John. You can go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, guess what, everybody? Last season, here. I'm well, jaded I'll, as well. I'm jaded I'm, as well. I love to tease the Brenchels, but I love them, mm -hmm. and they should have won. Period. Yeah, Period. of course they should have won. Of course yeah. they should have won. But they got a taxi driver who doesn't know where the Mirage is, and another one that won't take $25 to leave. Um, whatever. In Vegas. They're rich in Vegas, so they don't need it. It's true. And I would have offered a hell of a lot more than $25 if I was just <laughs> right. Are you allowed to do that, Marie? Are you only allowed to offer the money you have on you? Um, yes. You can. I think you can give your things away, too, if you, if you Ooh. want. Ooh. I would have said, Rachel, take off those shorts. I want those yeah. shorts. <laughs> you can't promise anybody anything. You can't be like, oh, if you get us here and we win, then we'll give you $10,000 of our million. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to sell your stuff for money, but right. I think that you could have probably been like, here, I'll give you my watch. Take me. Interesting. Hmm. I enjoy... Okay, that's... Uh, well, that's good to know. I still say they should have 100% that taxi driver. So no have. promissory notes or prostitution. Right. Well, mm -hmm. I don't want to make any other guesses. I feel like I've made a lot of guesses this episode. I could make some guesses from your season two, Marie, about a shoe shining challenge. Oh, don't that even might, get me started on that. That, that might have sent a bingo player home, but uh, it's a guess I don't want to make right now. Uh, 
<laughs> right. So overall, John, uh, what was your thoughts on this finale episode while I try and get our comments working again? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, like I said earlier, I'm happy. But of course I'm happy because I think the Brinchels are completely entertaining. I do agree kind of with Marie and with you, Eric, because I just thought maybe the actual footage was not that entertaining and it wasn't that close, but they did a lot of editing to make it more suspenseful, right? Do you agree with that, Marie? I would have to say I agree with you. I yeah, think. and it was obvious. Yeah, there wasn't obvious. a lot going on. I think we kind of all knew in the first five minutes what was going to happen. And yeah. it, was, it was a show. It wasn't a race. The last episode was a show. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it was definitely a show, not a race. Uh, Marie, here is a question specifically for you from Norton KL, who says, Marie, what's up with the backup plan elaborate on the cohibitate thingy with Tim? You guys are funny and should be on the show. Okay, I have no idea what she's I talking about. I posted um, a screenshot of a text between me and Tim where I said that um, we're going to give it one more year of dating people before we give up, live together, and have a baby. Oh, don't you know you're supposed to hold on to having a baby until you make it on a reality show and then use right. that for your storyline? And win a million, and then... <laughs> I also feel like they probably, like, Rachel probably mentioned that once in, like, the very beginning, and then for the rest of it, they were like, bring up the baby. Keep talking about the baby. Like, they probably really don't even want to have a baby. <laughs> No, they very much do want to have a baby in real life. I think I'm allowed to say that. I don't think they'd be well, mad. I just don't I, think it's like an immediate thing that depended on the race. Like I. Oh, well, see, 100%, except I think different than you. I don't think they were told to keep bringing it up, like how I would guess the other racers were told to keep saying how much they hate Brenchel. What I think is Rachel knows they're going to want the person with the best story to win. So I almost feel like Rachel was bringing it up on purpose to be like, here's your storyline for the finale. Brendan and Rachel win the million dollars and she's getting pregnant. So I feel like Rachel was putting it there. Good try. That's not the way they wanted the plot of this story to go. <laughs> they were like, no, sorry, Rachel. <laughs> nope. Sorry. We have another plot. Uh, Though, uh, here's a question from Jimmy2, 1969, says, those really short guys got penalties for offering their personal belongings in exchange for taxi fare back in Luke and Margie's first season. No idea, don't remember, but I will take your word for it. <laughs> um, Moving on. Yeah, moving on. But we uh, said you can exchange personal belongings, right? You're just not your personal belonging. <laughs> right? Oh, this is true. Yes, true. this is yes. true. Yes. Um, yes. So, Marie, even if it moves to Friday night now, is this all going to hinder your wanting to go back on, or are you still going to want to go back for the next All-Stars and show these people how you win? Okay. I, this is what I decided. I will go back on, but I already know that I'm not winning. I'm, I'm, I mean, there's no way that they would let me win. I mean, unless I, like, go blind and want to have a baby and become gay and, like, all these things go on and I would be, like, this <laughs> thing that, like, has never won before, there's no way that I'm going to win. So I would go and I would just accept that that's not going to happen and I would just do it for the experience of going all those places. 
And at least just try and come in first on the legs. Then at least you can get those prizes. You're not yeah. going to get them in. Right. Yeah, just try and that's come in. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. I would love to see that strategy, Marie. <laughs> well, I think that's a strategy that 11 of the 12 teams probably have, except for the one that can figure out that they don't need that strategy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I have to say, though, as much as these were not really crazy or anticlimactic tasks, um, they would have been really hard for me. Like if like that was a good challenge for me. Riding that window washer up, I can't go up one floor on a ladder. So I would have been out right there, is what I'm saying. Eric, you would have been out if there was a sandcastle challenge, okay? Building a sandcastle in sand. <laughs> That's already happened, and no, I wouldn't. You wouldn't have been out, but you probably would have been like hysterical and crying and freaking out and like you can do that all while the thing keeps moving. So it doesn't slow anything down. It doesn't speed anything up. It just makes <laughs> Do you know what my nightmare would be? My nightmare would be to be forced to race with both of you. Because <laughs> Marie would be like, you are going to do this. You are, and John would be like, John would be like throwing me off. Oh, oh I kick you right in the crotch. Come on. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd be frightening. Um, a lot of people, where did it just go? Um, bum, 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 bum. Oh, a lot of people are asking in the chat room, why was there no memory challenge at the end of this season when we've had that Every single season. So like every other season at the end of Amazing Race, you always have to remember the order of the countries you went to or something else crazy. And there was none of that this season. Do we have any speculation other than because I forget. Alzheimer's wouldn't know? <laughs> forget. Forgot. What? Mm-hmm. Because if they had something like that. It, even if the other teams were three hours ahead, Brenchel would have kicked ass, they would have done it, and they would have yeah. beat everybody. And that's not what they wanted to happen. They didn't want to give them a chance. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, this is interesting. I don't know what they're talking about. Let me just make sure it's okay. And Okay. Um, can Marie answer last week's question about each member of the team having to do the same? I Okay, I get it now. I think he means the same amount of uh, roadblocks. So. Was he here five minutes ago? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think our We have a comment, delay, Marie. We have yeah, a delay. <laughs> we, we have a delay, and clearly our comment section is... Uh, the comments keep freezing. What's he doing? Yeah, this is whatever. Uh, okay, Jaded Peach says, no, this why our show makes watching Tar hilarious, pointing out the editing, and oops, won't be worth it. Okay, thank you, Jaded Peach. Um, right. So then I guess, because my comments are not working, is there <laughs> anything else that we want to talk about? Any final thoughts? Because oh, it actually has been an hour from this uh, finale episode of Amazing Race. Are we looking forward to next season? Are we not? As I've already established, I'm not. Or <laughs> what is next? How about this? What is next for you, Marie? Yeah. Where? What's happening next with you? Um. Um. I mean. I, I, Okay. Okay. There might be a show. There might be a show with me and Tim. There might be a show with just me. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm open to it, but like I said, I'm not out of contract yet, so I really can't work on anything. But um, if I still feel like I want to in December, then I will. 
oh, that was my question. If you could make any guesses as to when that would not be in a contract, great. It's so there you go, December. But you're still um, running your uh, fitness, kickboxing, and doing that as well, right? Yes, still at CKO, still working, kickboxing, training, etc. which you guys have to come take class. You promised me you were going to come take class. I'm what? doing CrossFit right now, Marie. I don't like to CrossFit. prepare myself. You don't like CrossFit? No. You don't. No, I don't like CrossFit. Stop doing that. You're gonna get hurt. Really? Uh oh. Oh, really? Not just you, like anybody. It's just bad. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, now that we're not going to be covering the Amazing Grace, we're going to have lots of time to go do an in-studio uh, special with Marie and do kickboxing. Ooh, I would like my bag to have John's face on it. So as long as we can arrange that ahead of time, I'm all good. Stay tuned. And of course, you guys know on the website or uh, in the links below this video on YouTube, you can click and go to the website for CKO Fitness and to follow Marie on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. John, final thoughts, outro, anything you want to leave everybody with and tell them where to find you. Oh, you know, it was fun covering Amazing Race. The Brinchels are so entertaining. I love that the sequence survived the entire race. Um, I'm going to be a good sport and say, you know, congratulations, old man and young man. And um, <laughs> you could follow me at Comedy Jonah on Twitter. Perfect. Go ahead, Marie. I am not going to be a good sport and say congratulations. <laughs> I'm going to say you ruined the amazing race and you did not deserve to win and I'm not going to be watching anymore. And the real winners are obviously Brenchel. I mean, everybody knows it. They made it as far as they possibly could until there was my guest, some intervention. And, um, and I'm sad, but I'm glad they were there the whole season. They were very entertaining as I expected them to be. And of course, I always have fun chatting about it with you guys. And it's too bad that we won't be watching the race anymore because doing the show with you guys was fun, but over. John. Other shows. Other shows, Marie. Well, Marie, you're not going anywhere because there's other shows, Marie. We have to have you back on yes. to talk about other shows. And I'm not kidding. It will 100% happen. We're going to do a special live. Maybe that could... Oh, I said we weren't covering Amazing Race next season. Whatever. We'll do it this summer because John will be here this summer for the Big Brother premiere. So we're going to have to go take a little drive to the Jersey, John. And go, visit, and, and go visit mm -hmm. Marie. Because we have a lot of Big Brother 16 announcements coming up later this week. And of course, Bachelorette and Last Comic Standing we are starting to cover as well. Friday night, we will be live tweeting the Survivor finale. And Thursday is our Survivor finale show. And then this Saturday, we are bringing back Reality Check with uh, Big Brother duos. Why are we promoting duos? Every single Saturday night leading up to Big Brother 16. So, so much content for you guys. We will see you guys all tomorrow. Lots of vlogs and things. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.